0: This call is being recorded.
1: Fat Cat Radio 247. You're live in the mix. I'm your host, Twizzle White Peace. Today, January, uh, February 7th, 2017, we have an amazing interview lined up for you with none other than the flavor of the month, Gubba Rum. Mr. Steve, let's just, for the points and purposes, let's just call you Steve. Steve, how are you doing today, my man?
0: I'm doing outstanding. How about you?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. A little cold, a little on the miserable side because of the weather. But, hey, you know, summer's just right around the corner. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Now, I see, uh, uh, you know, obviously right now you're calling out of uh, Massachusetts. But, uh, you know, you've been visiting Florida from what we were talking about. And I just want to know, what would possess you to head back to Massachusetts after being in some amazing places in Florida.
0: Well, what can I say other than somebody took away my medication and I became crazy and came back because I came back <laughs> to uh today thirty five degrees, snow, rain and cold. So and you have I know. To be, you have to
1: I know be crazy. I know. First, let's 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 talk a little bit about you. Where where are you from? What is, what what is the what is the history to Steve? Well,
0: <laughs> the history of Steve—I don't know. Maybe that'll be a book someday. Um, I am originally from Massachusetts, and I still live there today.
1: <clears throat>
0: okay. And other than going to college in Washington D.C., uh, I've lived here all my life. But I've always okay. had my eye—I've always had my eye looking towards uh, the Caribbean, which I love, and towards Florida, which I love because. After you live here for your entire life, and I'm not going to tell you how long that is, you know, you get tired of the snow and the cold, and you say, boy, that warm climate is just dynamite.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I Um, can only understand, I'm from Arizona, so, I mean, this Toronto weather is just, like I said, miserable.
0: Yeah, no, believe me, I understand, and, uh, I left. Uh, I, I was in Florida for two weeks, the last two weeks, and I just got back a couple of days ago. When I left uh, Fort Lauderdale, it was uh, 82 degrees, and I don't think there was a cloud in the sky. And I was uh, thinking the exact same thing that you just asked me. Why? Why are you there? <laughs> <I>
1: know. <laughs> I, you know, you stay at your home, though. So I mean, maybe you were homesick, huh? Uh,
0: I, I was a little homesick, but frankly, not that much. The weather was just too good. Just too good.
1: (laughs) They say environment helps us, uh, you know, helps us get through life, so.
0: Yeah, so maybe that's it. Maybe that does, maybe you're right about that, but boy, that, honest to God, I
1: hate leaving Florida, I really do. I know, I bet, I bet, I bet. All right, so, uh, you know, you're infatuated with, like you said, sun and warmth and and the Caribbean and, and, and so on and so forth. Now... Before we get into officially what is Gubba Rum, I have a small side question. How did you go from living in Massachusetts and all of that kind of atmosphere to being a man who now starts and runs and owns and operates uh, an award-winning rum company? I mean, what, <laughs> what, was, the, what was the one deciding change
0: well, um, the standard joke, when people ask me that when I do uh, f- f- tasting events, uh, the standard joke that I give them is that, well, I, uh, the, w- the reason I got into this is that I had a lifetime of failure behind me, and I figured I had one more shot before I was dead. So yeah. uh, so that's – and, and unfortunately, there's a lot of truth to it, but the short story is that uh, – Five and a half years ago, uh, my, actually, maybe it was six years ago now, my wife and I were uh, vacationing in uh, St. Martin, which is our, one of our favorite islands in the Caribbean. And in a number of restaurants down there, they will give you, after you eat your meal, several different flavors of a local rum, or really more accurately, rum liqueur that almost everybody seems to make in their backyard down there. And we thought this was really terrific. You know, they give you a couple of glasses. They say, help yourself. What a concept. It's great. It's great. So uh, we liked it. We took a couple bottles back to Boston with us. And uh, a week or two later, I said to my wife, you know, this stuff's really good. Why don't we try to import this? And she actually agreed, which was a shock in and of itself. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) To this day, I can't believe that, that, uh, that she did. And... You know we'd probably be in better shape if she had not, however, here we are um <laughs> uh so we 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 made a deal with the uh, a family on Saint Martin on the French side, if folks know saint martin and uh we we wanted to import their product unfortunately, the short story is uh we were not going to be able to import their product into the United States, it would not have met. Uh, federal guidelines for acceptance in the United States for quality and this, that, and the other thing. When I say they make it in their backyard, I'm not kidding. They literally make it in their backyard. Uh, So it just wasn't going to work. In the meantime, somebody referred me to a distillery in Loveland, Colorado, and the folks at that distillery uh, were willing to work with me to take the idea I had for this, for, for this brand of rum and develop it, develop it into a finished product. The distillery okay. is okay. Dancing Pines Distillery in Loveland, Colorado, owned by a terrific family. They're very talented people, and frankly, the truth is they make me a genius. Uh, I was not, I'm, was not a distiller. I'm, I'm not a distiller. I don't own a distillery, and it's not easy to find folks at a distillery that want to work with you. They're real happy yeah. to do their own thing, but they don't want to do your thing. Uh, right. So right. I owe them a great debt of gratitude for helping me produce and really for producing on my behalf what we think is a terrific spirit.
1: Gotcha. gotcha. Well, evidently a lot of other people do too. I've seen the awards and whatnot, and I've seen the reviews. So uh, evidently uh, more than just an idea, it seems to be a, a, a sensational product. So, we
0: we like to think so. We, as you say, we have won a number of awards. Uh, we started winning them really right after we came to market in Massachusetts uh, in November 2013. Uh, we right. made it a point of trying to enter the brand, both our gold and silver rums into yeah. a number of tasting competitions because frankly we needed to gain recognition, we needed to yeah. gain acceptance, yeah. we needed to get brand exposure. So we made it right. a point of doing that.
1: Right. 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 And that's, that's smart in any business that's trying to make a make an impression in today's millennial world. So uh now real quick, I heard you mention the gold and silver. Let's let's speak a little bit more what what, what is Gubba Gold?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll tell you about both of them. Uh, We have two two spirits, Gubba Silver Rum and Gubba Gold Rum. The silver is infused with real coconut. The gold is infused with real vanilla. These are not flavored products. These are real infusion. Both products are made with certified organic ingredients. There are no additives in these rums whatsoever, no flavorings, no... Uh, colorings, no extracts, no uh it's chemicals,
1: simple, simple ingredients.
0: Real simple ingredients, uh water, yeast, coconut, vanilla, that's pretty much it. Um yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway,
0: so we uh, we infuse our rums for 6 months each. We put the rum once it's distilled into stainless steel tanks. We add shredded coconut to one, shredded vanilla bean to the other. It's infused for six months. Then we bottle, label, cap, and ship. We're ready to go. Um, These rums are both 35% 35 alcohol by volume, which is 70 proof. And we like to say, since I'm from Boston, and a local phrase that has been popular around here for many years is the use of the word wicked. And we like to say our rums are wicked smooth. They're not like anything... People are used to when they drink other form, other brands of rum.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, definitely. Definitely. A lot of rums have that, that good, strong taste to them. So.
0: That's right. And, and unfortunately, right. you know, most people assume that, you know, oh, rum, yeah, we are got to mix it with something. The reason they think that way is because a lot of these rums are harsh, and yeah. our product really is not harsh. When you drink it, it doesn't burn your throat. It doesn't burn going down uh so that's the primary reason we think our product is unique, we think it's special uh along with the quality of our ingredients and the taste those are the 3 the three uh I hate to say strikes, but the three reasons why we think we have a unique superior product
1: wow, uh, like I said i uh, you know one two three four five six seven eight nine, ten eleven awards is that correct?
0: It's it's more, but I honestly forgot. I don't know how many.
1: Okay, well you know what? That validates right there. I mean that that's validation right there, is it not? In, in, yeah, it as was as that I'm not, not
0: that worked, Works for me.
1: I mean, <laughs> All right, so we've got the gold, we've got the silver. Now, when you say that they're infused with real fruit, do they have actual pieces of fruit in them?
0: Yeah, like they the do. Coconut fact, or the. No, they do.
1: Uh
0: they they have uh, if you look at either if you're looking at either bottle, uh the you'll see the pieces, very small pieces of coconut in the silver. Uh if the gold rum is sitting for a few days or whatever, you'll start seeing a sediment form on the bottom of the bottle. That's the residue from the shredded vanilla bean. We do not filter these rums. Uh so uh we put them in frosted bottles. So that they look good on the shelves, that's always important, um, yeah. and yeah. that it's it's really just that simple.
1: Well, and I like and I, one of the other things I like is I like the simplicity of the labeling, the simplicity of the look of it. Um, Thank you. You know, not dramatic. Uh, you know, definitely no uh, trying to style bite with the painted scenes or the ships or pirates or you know what I mean. You 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 stuck with the very tropical yet simple theme of it and i like it
0: well thank you uh what 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 was a quick story about that was that before we got to market we were test marketing a couple things and we were in a store owned by a an experienced gentleman north of boston and he saw the label we were using and he said oh that will never work you can't use that it's not it's not uh it doesn't have enough going on and he started showing me some wine labels and some other kinds of labels and they were all over the place with colors and all sorts of stuff and i said well if i if i do that if i look like everybody else then i look like everybody else so exactly. the idea was to come up with some kind of a what we thought would be a, uh exactly what you said something that uh gave people the idea of a tropical setting but at the same time had a classy look to it rather simple uh and that and it was that simple look that i felt would make us stand out from all the rest of the products out there with all those crazy labels.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. And 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 you know, the, are, do you do you plan before I ask my next question. Do you plan on on venturing out into different flavors or are you going to stick to just those two basics?
0: Right now we're sticking with the two basics.
1: Um
0: this Good. is uh Good this is not a cheap business to operate in and when you're competing oh, against when you're competing against enormously large multinational corporations with essentially unlimited money at their disposal uh it's not yeah. the easiest thing in the world so you have to be we have to be very judicious in where we spend yeah. the money that we do have uh we yeah. have to take essentially what's what's considered to be a guerrilla approach to our marketing and we, we can't really go in the front door. We've got to go in the back door. We have to sell our theory of sales, which I will, I will tell you frankly, we learned from our distiller, is that you're selling one bottle at a time. It's important to do a ton of tastings, get people to try the spirit. I don't have uh, a, str- a million dollars worth of billboards along the interstate highways. I have to meet people one by one, and I have to shake their hands, and I have to offer Offer to sample the rums with them, uh, and for their benefit, so that they can taste it, hopefully like it, hopefully buy a bottle or even two, and hope that they will spread the word with their with their friends, the other people who like rum, and grow in a very organic manner, person by person.
1: Yeah. And see, nowadays, that's you know, nowadays I I love the way you said that. You said in organic manner. And in nowadays, especially in the times that we live in, and the ways that businesses are being ran and marketed now, organic is very, very important. A lot of people don't understand what organic means when we say an organic fan base or an organic following or an organic actual sale. Means that a sale that came from real people, <laughs> real, you're right, actual you're absolutely justice. right. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right.
0: In fact, in fact uh, for example, you know we have a social media presence. Um, we are on Twitter, and over a period now of, well, it's certainly close to two years of trying to be active on Twitter. We've developed organically a base yeah. of over four thousand uh, followers. Very proud of that. What that what, for folks who aren't big on social media right now, or, and I can't imagine that, that there's anybody like that right now listening to us. Um, <clears throat> what that means is we didn't buy 10,000 followers for five dollars a name or whatever or whatever it might be. Exactly. And there are plenty of people out there offering that service. They're offering to sell businesses. A, na- a lit- list of followers. We didn't do it. We haven't done anything. I haven't spent a nickel on that. We've we no. meet our, I, when I'm out there because I'm the one that does the social media. When I'm on Twitter, I meet somebody. I see a something that's interesting. I contact somebody, and person by person, I start to exactly. follow them. They follow me, or however it has to go. And over time, we've developed this base of this, this base of people. Uh, and businesses who follow us, and we we do business with a few of the people, and we're happy that that's occurred. Um, th- I think that the only way to build loyalty is to try to get to know. Even if you have four thousand followers, at some point you've not, you've spoken to them, you're, you're you're chatting with them, whatever it is, uh, they will be much more loyal to you than anybody you buy.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 uh, you know. Call me the uh call me the out of place one um but uh you know I also believe that by keeping it in a sense pure like you do with the organic followers and 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 not purchasing these wild extravagant stuff um it's laying a foundation for people to be able to trust in your product um you know it's one thing to have hundred and fifty thousand followers and two of them pay attention to you or have 4,000 followers and 3,900 of them pay attention to you. The the, the numbers nowadays is so misleading. It's, it's the response, like you said, taking the time out to meet individually. It doesn't matter if it's music or business or rum or whatever. Taking the time out to actually embrace the people and say, hey, you know what? uh I realize that you have been supporting or I realize that you bought this product or I accept the fact that you have been in this circle for so long that they become part of and we love this phrase network being your net worth <laughs> very good absolutely
0: no it's very true um the best example of that type of thing is that we met in Miami a week ago when we were in Coral Gables doing the uh, our tasting table there, there was a gentleman who came by and he tasted the rum. He loved it, and he he really started to rave about it. He said, I'm going to tell this person, and I'm going to tell that person. And The truth is that you get a lot of that at these tasting events, and it, it does happen. Yeah, and of nothing course. Typically nothing other happens with that. This gentleman went around the corner, told a friend of his who had just opened a restaurant, uh, and uh, I went over there, and they're going to—they're going to now take the brand on. Um, he's telling his friends he's in a business where he actually, uh, when he he does he he works with somebody, he'll give them a gift. He's going to give the rum as a gift. So this guy is—he's not just a friend; he's become an ambassador for our yeah. our rum in, in in a week or in, in a yeah. day. He, he came back to our table a couple of times because he he wanted to try it again. Uh, because he really did like it that much, and he was quite a guy. So it's that yeah, type yeah. of thing that m- makes these tasting events uh, uh, really worthwhile when you get to meet people like that, because, again, he was, he was quite a guy.
1: Well, and you know what? I hope that you have many more instances like that, because those are, in any form of indie business, brand, artist, music, whatever, whatever, in any form of it, that is exactly what we do this for, is it not?
0: Yeah, it sure is. Um, meeting people, <laughs> it, oh, it really is. Look, meet, you, when you meet these people at these events, you hope that, they, A, they like the brand, and B, you talk to them, they become, they're not not friends in the classic sense, but they become a, a friend of the brand, really, and then
1: exactly. uh, they,
0: they become people who recommend the brand, and at the end, you they become ambassadors for the brand. Because they like it so much, they really do refer you to people. They refer us to to restaurants, to individuals, all sorts of things. And that's how a a small a small guy like me in any line of business. That's how businesses grow. That's how they become successful. And the only way you get that is that you know you try to you try to be loyal. You try to be you you, you you're honest with people. Say, here's our spirit. We hope you like it. If you don't, you know it's not for everybody, but it's, it's all It'll there is. All we've said is what, what's inside the bottle. That that's, ends up at the end of the day. They have to like what's inside the bottle. Otherwise, we're done. Right,
1: right, right. You know, it, it, people seem to forget. It's not about, you know, you can be the most amazingly people-friendly person, Um you know, and I know several people right now involved in my daily life and and, and career that are some of the most amazingly awesome people you will ever meet. Um, But as far as to say that they have that that extra gumption, you know, it's just not meant for everybody. And (laughs) I see you finding a niche and you're working that niche. And my question to you is simply, how did it become something that you what's the word I'm looking for pursued so vigorously that you have these people lining up and saying yes we want to we want to promote we listen okay so here's an example here's an example of what I'm trying to say I have the radio station and I have met a connection through Twitter that I have valued greatly his name is Sam Tumblin Um, He goes by Promo King, Promo Street King, and and a couple of other ones. And he is an absolutely amazing brand ambassador. However, though, when he first came on, one of the very first sentences in one of his emails was, may I please be able to promote Gubba Rum through your company? And I said, (laughs) by all means. Now you have people that are lining up to jump and, and go tell their restaurant owners and be brand ambassadors and so and how did how did you do it? I mean, we all struggle, like you before we started this whole conversation, remember you said you said we're the same thing, we're trying to get to that same point. We both have businesses, so on and so forth, right? How That's right. how did you overcome that hump? So many of us out there are trying to overcome that hump. How did you how did you find that niche and pursue it to overcome it to have these people standing in line?
0: Um, I, I guess as I said before, I, I since we started this, um, we've tried to. I, I guess the key phrase is brand exposure. We've tried. I've tried to, brand exposure. I've done. And again, I'm no genius, and I don't have every answer in the world. Believe me, believe me. I've made I've made some very, very painful mistakes and some very expensive mistakes. I I, I, I hate as much as I hate to think about it. It's the truth. And yeah. but that's everything. Everything is a learning experience, and unfortunately, that's the truth too. Um look, I, I've gone out I've been doing this now for we've been in the market since as I said, November first, two thousand thirteen. So it's just over three right. years. And we started in Massachusetts, we're now available in Massachusetts and Florida, and we're looking we're we're preparing to go possibly to uh Savannah, Georgia, New Orleans, possibly Las Toronto, Vegas.
1: Canada.
0: Toronto, Canada. <laughs> um in california uh and there's a pla- in new york state i mean there's a lot of stuff that we 're looking at um and we're trying to work towards it's complicated everything you you 'll walk a fine line between expanding too fast and and not having the capital available to do what you want uh and right. not expanding fast enough so that you're not generating enough capital <clears throat> to be able to Span the way you want. But it, honestly, again, it, it's having done uh, countless, really countless tastings in any number of liquor stores, walking around in bars. I have to admit that when, when when lovely young ladies are walking around in bars sampling, people are far more likely to look at them than they are to look at me. They're far more attractive. I also oh, don't look good in high heels. So... <laughs> <laughs> They do better than me. But believe me when I tell you that, you know, I've, I've walked around plenty of bars with trays of sample cups and asking people to sample the rum, and I've done hundreds and hundreds of tastings in liquor stores, getting people to sample the rum. So one by one by one, uh, we, we, we get to know people, they get to know the spirit, and we build, we build a clientele. Further, again, we do events all over the country, really, um, yeah. where uh, we get to show uh, essentially a, a national face by participating in, where, even though we're not, I'm not available all, all across the United States, but people will will see the brand, they'll taste the brand. They, For the most part, they love it when they try it. If they just try it, I got them. Um, yeah, yeah. And they say, well, when are you going to come to North Carolina? When are you going to come to Pennsylvania? When are you going to be in Ohio? When are you going to be in Texas or Louisiana? And I say, well, you know, as soon as we can do this, that and the other thing. And if you know, if you know a distributor and you want to mention us, by all means, please do. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's how it works. That's how it works. I, you just every day. I, I mean, I'm up. And you must be—I know you're doing the same thing. You're in business, and you're trying to build build your your brand uh, via the radio, et cetera, And the music. You know, I, I was yeah. when I was in Daytona Beach a week ago, Saturday. Excuse me, Sunday night, I met somebody at the hotel I was staying. Believe me, it was purely on the up and up. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it turns out the guy was a lo, loves rum. I said, okay, when you get off, he was he was packing cars at this hotel I was staying at. He uh, he, was, uh, he said, I get off at 11. I said, great. I'll come downstairs. You can try my rum. So 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, I'm working. I'm giving this guy, offering this guy samples. Yeah. And he said, you know, I buy my rum at a liquor store down the street. You should go talk to him. I- I'm going to talk to him for you. And he did. Now I've picked up a liquor store in Daytona Beach, Florida. So, that, you know, it's crazy, but that's what you do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on 24 hours. If I'm not sleeping, I'm working. That's how it's done.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, how well, it's that, done. I I completely understand. I mean that's you know I live that same life. I mean obviously you know uh, rum is a uh, is a lot more of an attractive product um, <laughs> than, than um, you know hip hop music and stuff like that. But you know hence the reason why I also branched out. You know I wanted that radio station, that magazine, that television. I wanted to be able to. Uh, You know, provide the services rather than, you know, the entertainment value, I guess, is what I'm trying to bring. That's my uniqueness. Remember how you was talking earlier about your simplicity being unique and and, and things like that? Uh, You know, I value what people like you say because um, you're a great representation of what is achievable through the exact – you know philosophies that some of us live by you know what i mean now there are others who just merely pay for everything you know viewers and and probably would have paid a distribution company or a, a distiller company to distill for them and and all this other stuff you know what i mean it just there's so many different ways that each person can go about it but the the value of the knowledge of how they did it is always very important you understand what i mean
0: yes absolutely and again you know no matter what it is Somebody's doing hard work. There's no way yeah. around it. If, if somebody's buying it, okay, maybe they're buying it, but then somebody's going to do the work, and that's maybe they're, that, and that's fine if that's how it is. That's how it is. But I think that in your case, you're out there doing the hard work. In my case, believe me, I know I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm out there working. He's like, I got day. the
1: easy job. He's like, I just stand there.
0: <laughs> ah, exactly. And and I mean, frankly, I'm at the point. I, I reached this point a long time ago. If I'm if I'm sitting if I'm doing something, and I'm not out ex- hustling the brand, I I, right. I get I guilty and I say, oh my god, I'm wasting time. I'm not
1: I'm not exactly. doing what I'm exactly. Oh my god, so seriously though, <laughs> I start getting like nervous, I, like I start I, getting antsy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, I, 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 I think oh my god, I'm could gonna be doing right now. You know what I mean? Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's exactly what it is. You say, oh my god, I, I shouldn't be. I can't do this, and you got to keep yeah. working. you Working, you got to keep working. Yeah. and I don't know if that's I, you the know, best I think thing in the almost, world.
1: I think almost, though, man, that I I am addicted to the work, though.
0: I I think I am too. Yeah, I think I am. I, too. I mean,
1: I seriously, you know, <laughs> there's just something about it. You know, what else would I be doing with my life if I was not doing this work? You know.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And look, I look. I I make I make rum and I sell I sell I sell rum, and I, I I'm the first one to admit. Am I am I. Am I Maybe I'm not improving the world, and I admit that. Uh, um, but but if, I, <laughs> if I can bring a smile to somebody's, somebody's face on a, fr- on a Friday night after a hard week of them working, well, maybe, that is, maybe I am improving the world a little bit in that regard. And, and honestly, you know, when people <laughs> try it and they like it and they go buy a cocktail that's making them happy, it makes me happy. I say, hey, that's pretty cool. They're happy. Look it at sound that. Like they Larry like the Larry Flynn of rum. Yeah, they like <laughs> they like they like what I, they like what I've what I've have sold to them or what I've given them. It's, it's not a bad thing. Okay, I again I admit it. I I haven't saved the world, but maybe I made it a little I'm happier. So I'll I'll accept that.
1: All right, Mr. Flint, the court rests its case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you know, a couple of quick questions. Obviously finances for this, um, you know, gotta be steep. Do you have had did did you ever along the way have sponsors, investors, you know, angel investors, things like that. Was that ever something that you had to pursue or were you able to connect the dots throughout uh, you know, just from the hustle and the grind?
0: It's it's really <clears throat> it's two two sources. Uh you know, you know, sales generates cash is one thing. But right. I do have not an angel investor, but because that's a specific type of thing. Or nor is no. it a venture capitalist. But I have um, a person who has uh, partnered with me and provided a substantial amount of money so that I can do this because yeah. they think, it, they believe in, in in the whole concept of what what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. So you know, again, that's that takes. Sometimes you have good fortune. I've done other things where. I needed that type of thing and I didn't have it and it cost me dearly. But in this yeah, case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in this case, this this venture is seen as something with great potential that will pay off. So I've I've been fortunate, very fortunate uh to be able to do this. And frankly, uh without that benefit, there's no way I'd ever be able to do it because it's just, yeah, you, yeah. just yeah. you just can't cannot do it. Yeah. You cannot
1: do it. Well, you know you know after this of course uh, after we're done after we're done with the interview you you can go ahead and email me the little black book of of uh angel investors and investors that you have um lined up i mean i you know you can't hold all the secrets to yourself you know
0: right, i mean, i understand it's just that not fair. I,
1: just, just tell me where to make the check,
0: who who i make the check payable to and where to send it
1: i don't i don't <laughs> <what> exactly <you're saying. laughs> I'm telling you though, no for real nowadays, though, it seems like the biggest constant uh you know battle that indie businesses and brands like us seem to face is the well one ever constantly changing market um but number two is the ability to you know resource our potential to these markets
0: well that's true um in in an, in a world where markets are really ever changing and they change faster and faster all the time there's a couple of i think there's a couple of approaches you could try to keep up with these changes in which case you become uh you have to be you're very contemporary and things yeah. can pass you by things can pass you by yeah. my what i really believe is that you? You have to give a, present a product that will not just be a passing fad, but will be something that somebody says, "Oh yeah, that's great. I'm going to drink that all the time," and they're going to say it month yeah. after month, and hopefully year after year. I'll use the term: you become you're, you're, you're that what you have is classic, and if you're lucky, it's timeless.
1: Um, household name stuff, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, in other words, if I tell you I'm going to come up with a rum that's uh, a pizza, I'm just looking at a bag of, uh, bag of frozen pizza here, uh, if, if, uh, if <laughs> I say, Oh, I'm going to come up with a pizza-flavored rum, somebody may say, wow, how cool is that? And it's a flash in the pan for about an hour and a half, and then nobody buys yep. it again. Well, that's yep. not the goal here. That's not the no. goal here. Um, no, I don't want to be a well. passing fashion. I want to be a classic fashion. That stays stays in as long as possible. As long as possible, gotcha. it has to stand the test. Has to stand the test of time, and a lot of things these days do not.
1: What? What? Why do you think that is? Just because of uh, you know that, that, that they're trying so hard to please the moment?
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I, I think people want to know. We, 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 the world has a short attention span nowadays, and yeah. everybody wants to know what's the next best thing. If Apple came out with the Apple 20 tomorrow, everybody would already be lining up for Apple, the Apple 21, which is yeah. two years away. They'd start lining up at all the Apple stores, which is why Apple, when you go to the shop, any shopping mall, all the stores are empty except Apple, where you've got to take a number to be served. Um, yeah, yeah. Apple, that's what it all it's – it's an amazing phenomenon to me. I can't I, – I, I'm just astounded by that. Um, but, again, you know, if you have – again, talking about – I mean, we're talking about flavors and that type of thing. Again, if you come out with a flavor that's, you know, apple, cherry, blueberry, pink, okay, that's great. But if you say uh, – if you say, at least in my opinion, and why we did vanilla rum and coconut rum – Hey, these are kind of classic. We can do this. Yeah, oh,
1: these are yeah. things people, oh, yeah. people
0: people aren't gonna people won't discard them after they put whipped cream in the in the glass. They'll keep yeah, drinking them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, oh,
0: yeah. to me, they'll they'll be classics.
1: Well, you know, I think a classic is defined, you know, definitely by the length of time, but also, you know, how many. Ups and downs. I mean, I I I think what makes a classic a classic is the fact that you know even if it's not in season, so to speak, it's still there. It's still available. It's still good. It's still you know what I mean. So I yeah, I completely can agree. You're with exactly that. right. So real quick, with we, we've got a few minutes left, but I I, I know there was some you know there were some interesting things that you're getting ready to. To explode, you know, off into a sense with, you know, looks like a couple of tables, some taste tables, and some festivals. Uh, Let's break it down from top to bottom. Let's see. In Florida, let's start with Florida.
0: Uh, Okay, Uh, we just uh, participated in Miami in the Coral Gables Fine Arts Festival. We had a tasting table there about ten days ago. This past Saturday, we participated with. Some great guys and some good friends now uh, in West Palm Beach. They sponsored the West Palm Beach Rum Festival, and that was a great afternoon this past Saturday. Uh, at the end of this month, we will participate in the New England Food and Spirits Festival in uh, the city of Boston. Uh, at the end of March, is the uh, there's a couple of events. There's a nightclub and bar show in Las Vegas. We're still determining whether or not we're going to participate in that. There's also, right. uh, again, another another festival in Miami, April 1st and 2nd, which we will participate in, uh, in Miami uh, in mid-April is the Miami Rum Festival, which is a fabulous event um, uh, founded by a, a great couple who live south of Miami. Uh, and they, they as I said, they're wonderful people. They've been very nice to me, and I am very grateful to all the help they've given me. Uh, we've got uh, again, and, and again, it sounds like we are focused in Florida right now because Florida is the biggest rum market in the country. It's got the climate, it's got everything, and people drink rum down there. Uh, so then we've got uh, Miami again, the beginning of May. Um, let's see, there are some events, more events in Fort Lauderdale in June. July is one of the big events, Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, Louisiana. And uh, if you've never been to New Orleans for Tales of the Cocktail or for anything else, you've got to put it on your bucket list because it's a great place to go. Uh, it's really,
1: man, that list is long already. <laughs>
0: it's long, and, you know, August is the San Diego Spirit Festival, and then you get back to Florida again in the fall. It just goes on and on and on, and it never stops. It never stops. So
1: you... Do winter time, fall, summer—it doesn't matter. There's always a festival going on.
0: Oh yeah, there's always there's always some place where you say, "Gee, do I have to do this? Do I have to do uh-huh. this? Do I have to do this? Can I afford to do it?" It's it's yeah, it's yeah. really it's, there's a lot going on. And if, and again, if I'm doing those festivals, that means I'm not in Massachusetts or Florida selling. I'm not I'm not de- walking walking the street, going door to door selling. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I need more of me, and there aren't any more. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me
1: about it. Oh my God, it's, that is my number one prayer every day, Lord Jesus, please yeah. make another one of me to handle half my problems. Exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. It's tough. It's tough. There's only it, no matter what. No, you can work as you may be the hottest working guy on the planet. There's only there's still only 24 hours in the day, and that's that.
1: And still only two hands.
0: It's still only two hands, and, and maybe there's more than one computer, I don't know, but it's not easy. Believe me, it's not yeah, it's easy. Not.
1: <laughs> Screen sharing no, doesn't you know. help at all, trust me. Yeah, no, and
0: I know you know that better than, better than as well, as, well <laughs> as, if not better than, everybody else, believe me.
1: Well, you know, I see, I did it the old-fashioned way. You know, I believed in, in beating the street, talking and meeting and greeting and so on and so forth, but the world was changing so i had to change with it and that's when i became the you know the online presence more so to speak you know what i mean but inevitably either world that you go in whether it's person to person or just online that professionalism that dedication that drive has to be there it has to be something that you're willing to put your full effort into and not be like well you know what i got to work today at something else no no, this is your job. If it's not your job, if it's not your life, then you're not meant for it, and you don't want it bad enough. So, I mean, no, that's it, right. It I mean, comes these, down to. Uh, huh?
0: No, I was going to say I agree with you completely. This beca- whatever you're doing, these types of uh, these types of these, if you take on these types of things, it is your life—twenty-four hours yeah. a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year—and you can't. Yeah. There's there's no. Oh, I think I'm going to the beach today. There's no. Yeah, it it know, just right? doesn't go like that it doesn't go you know right i now.
1: i just dropped a little post on i was it facebook or twitter today or something that said you know um it's hard trying to deal with 2500 retweets a day and you know <laughs> just, a lot of people I saw that one and I, 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 I did see that one a lot of people just don't understand what that means it means that my phone my business my mind goes non stop i mean even if i was to not look at my phone for 6 hours there's by the time i get back there's going to be twice as many as if i just dealt with it right then and there
0: sure sure
1: absolutely absolutely you know, it's frustrating it is very frustrating but like i said i think i'm addicted to the work so <laughs> all right well you know what we've got a few seconds left here and with this last few moments man i just i you know what has it been for you personally you know I, I, take away the business take away the the struggles the experience you know your life has changed obviously I mean, what is that like for you? What is that like for your wife, your family? You know, how 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 has the ad- adapting and the adjusting been to it?
0: Well, I'm lucky in that my children are grown and they've been out of the house for several years, so that's not so much of an issue. Uh, you know, when when I travel, my, you know, this is not. My, my wife doesn't really participate in this. This is not her thing. She has another. She has other things that inter- are of interest to her, where she puts her her work life and her efforts into. Um yeah. so, you know, I've been in Florida for two weeks. I haven't seen her for two weeks. Uh, we talk yeah, every yeah. day and uh I certainly uh you know, it's great to see her when I come home, but that's that's the way it is. We've been, we have been married for a long time and maybe that helps a little bit, but you know, I it's it's better to have your partner with you at night than not with you at night. Yeah. And it it's a little bit it. lonely. But then again, you know, this is a this is a business where Frankly, you have to be doing what I do and obviously doing what you do. You have to be an extrovert. You have to be out there talking to people and joking. And Even making, if you, you don't want to be. <laughs> if, you're, if you're an introvert, this is not the job for you. This is not the job for you. So, yeah, it's tough, but this, this is a lot. I mean, the fact of the matter is I love what I do. I love it. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, took me, it took me a very long time to find something that I love doing. I mean, really love doing. Um, yeah, no matter yeah. what it is, any aspect of what I'm doing, I don't dislike anything. I just love this. And the more I'm and out, you get in, soaked in,
1: up in it. Every part of it. I, every part of it. You get so soaked up into it.
0: Uh, no, that's true. And uh, you know, any every time I'm out in the public, I I'm happy. I I'm loving it. I'm just loving it. Yeah.
1: I bet. I know I know when I, I know I love it when I stand on stage or when I'm out doing the you know, the walk arounds with the CDs and the albums and things, you know. I, that 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 that's that's your moment where you really get to be, you know, the the well, in my sense, the entertainer I am or in your sense the 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 brand that you are. You know what I mean? So Yep. All right, uh, well, Steve, it's it's about that time, so uh but you know what? I I wow. Incredible. I mean, definitely Uh, a lot of success is headed for you. You have the the mindset for it, um, and you have the passion for it. And those are two things that have to go hand-in-hand in in today's world or else, you know, businesses fail, brands fall apart, so on and so forth.
0: Yeah, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, I I appreciate the opportunity of being with you on the
1: show. Oh, of course. Well, we'll have to do it again in a more timely and a more organized manner. You know, obviously, I mean, you know, situations occurred with this one that was not to the best of both benefits, but definitely, definitely do it again. Maybe after one of these table testings, like you said, two weeks, Florida, Coral Gables. I'm sure that's going to be something interesting. to t- No, that was last month, right? Right. No, right January Right. 20- yeah. No. So next up is looks like
0: the next show. I, I actually, I Miami. actually going to have, I'm going to have to go back to uh, probably Jacksonville in a couple of weeks for a weekend. And then come back and do a, a show here in Boston at the end of the month.
1: I'll well, see. All the more reason why we just need to stay back and forth. I mean, there's got to <laughs> be interesting stuff happening all the time, right?
0: That's right. That's right. There's always there's always something. There's besides, always
1: something I got a I, I I mission impossible. That 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 little black book of yours. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's, all right, my it's not brain. what it once
0: was, but you know you're welcome to it, I'll it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> i' <all> right. <laughs> uh yeah, the pandora's box, huh <laughs> that's right that's right that's <laughs> right uh is of course is there any you know any shouts out, any people that you want to acknowledge for their hard work or effort or anything like that before we before we go
0: yeah I, you know i want to, uh i i again I, I give enormous credit and thanks to uh, Christian Naslund, the owner of Dancing Pines Distillery in Loveland, Colorado, uh, a great guy, a very talented distiller uh, who creates fabulous products of his own and has helped me. As I said, he made me—he makes me a genius. Um, yeah. yeah. The, really, and I, I thank the folks who are working with me in Florida. Um, There's really just too many to name right now. Um, the tasting companies I use in Massachusetts, uh, and you know, more than anything of course I have to thank my wife for putting up with this for five years.
1: I know that's <laughs> right. I know that's right. Uh <laughs> <It's the> really <trooper.
0: laughs> is the trooper.
1: people won- people wonder why I make so many love songs.
0: <laughs> ah, well, you know what? If, they, if, they gotta live, <laughs> if anybody can live with me, well God bless them 'cause they've they've earned whatever 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 credit they can get and honor they can get, they've earned it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Steve, a pleasure uh Gubber Rum, make sure you're checking out the links uh i think twitter is Gubber Rum, facebook is Gubber Rum and the website is Gubber Rum, correct
0: com. we make it simple for everybody
1: yeah i like that that's you know i believe in that philosophy everybody you know one name instead of all these different forms and variations so dot exactly. com. <laughs> <Gubberrum. laughs> and of course facebook and twitter at Gubber Rum. make sure you're checking them out make sure you're supporting them of course, they would love for you to invest in a bottle. So if you want to get in on that, all you got to do is go to com, check out where to buy Rum, And I'm pretty sure if you get a hold of Steve himself, there might be some way for you to even get cases delivered to your neighborhood store, maybe even a bar that you hang out at. All you got to do is be the brand ambassador that you know, Gubba Rum needs you to be and wants you to be, you know. This is this is a quality product that is available and becoming more available as time goes on. So, uh, like I said, shouts out to Steve, of course, Gubba Rum, uh, Zandra uh, and Zandra Boutique, uh, Sam Tumblin, um, and so many other people who are involved in not only the brand ambassador part of it, but just promotion and, you know, saying, hey, what a top-notch product.
0: Well, thank you, Twism. I really appreciate it, and we wish you all the best. And uh, I appreciate the invitation to come back sometime. I, I hope I hope we can work that out.
1: Oh, no, definitely, definitely. And like I said, in a more organized manner as well, too. So <laughs>
0: That's great. That's great. All
1: right. Steve, you have a great day. Thank you so much. And, of course, you know I will send you a copy of this and make sure that we have uh, it posted to the Lincoln website and everything so that way you can share freely as you need to.
0: Well, thank you very much and I just want to say hi to all your listeners and we really appreciate if you listen to us for a minute or for 50 whatever it is. We really we appreciate you and we we thank you very much.
1: Every second counts. I, amen. <laughs> all right. Fat Cat Radio 247, that was the interview of Gubba Rum. Make sure that you're tuned in to the live radio station 24-7, fatcatradio.airtime.pro. And, of course, go to com to find out more. Steve, have a great day, and fans and followers, have a blessed evening.